welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got a great show for you today with Sarah and George from The Block as our very special guests. They're getting ready to auction the home that they've built in Melbourne in this year's series on Channel 9, alongside four other couples right in the middle of a pandemic. It's been a massive effort and we've got so many questions for them. If you're new here, I'm interior stylist Lauren Keenan. And hey there, I'm Scott Keenan. And we're the co-founders of my interior styling and design studio, Lauren Keenan Home, and I help people all over Australia create homes that they love. And if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that we're big fans of The Block. Big fans, and it's one of the biggest shows on TV. And we're talking to two contestants who've been through one of the most challenging seasons yet. It's been so hard, hasn't it? It sure has. So Sarah and George are from our hometown here in Sydney, and they've renovated a 1940s bungalow alongside four other homes from the 1910s through to the 1950s. Yeah, now normally that would be a pretty damn tough assignment, but to do it in the middle of a global pandemic, when at one stage they had to order everything, and I mean everything, that they needed to build the whole house, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, down to the kitchen sink, literally, (laughs) in this case. So George and Sarah were our favourites on the show this year. They really approached it with a sense of fun. They tried their hardest. Uh, there There was no whinging. They just got on with it, which I really loved. And they did a great job. They did, a beautiful job. So let's find out what it was really like and how Sarah and George are feeling ahead of the auction this weekend on At Home with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. Sarah, welcome to the show. And can I start by saying congratulations? You've officially made it to the end of the block 2020. Woohoo! Yay. How does it feel now that it's all over? How are you feeling? It feels really, really surreal. Yeah. Um, feels like a weight off our shoulders, but um, it, it just feels great to kind of be a part of the block family, mm-hmm. which is really good. We can't believe we did it. Put it that way. Like we walked back into the home. We're living in Melbourne here, so we walked back in and. It just, you look at what you've done, you just go, this is nuts. I can't believe we did this. How long ago did you actually finish the house? Has it been a little while since you've been there or is it just a couple of weeks? Yeah, so we ended up finishing all of the house around the end of June um, and we mm-hmm. went back to Sydney and then we came back um, like mid-November. So it's been a bit of time, you know, our garden's grown and, you know, we have things that were done for us because we were unable to come down um, to do our defects. So things got done for us and we walked in. It was just amazing. So yeah. it's unreal when you walk back into it and you see it again, you're just like, this is so cool. Well, you did an incredible job and your home looks amazing. And I think anyone who's done some renovating at home knows how hard it can be. How do you feel about the finished product? Speechless, to be honest. Like um, probably the, one of the best things you can experience now is watching people coming through to mm. buy your home and seeing their reaction. So cool. And the best thing I ever hear is like, you know, Oh my God, the photos that do justice. Yeah. Like, I know, you know, you're so passionate about it. And yeah. um, we've been lucky as well. Like Jesse lets us, um, when he brings people through, I kind of like um, push him out of the way and try and sell it myself because I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, he's been pretty cool with that. And um, yeah, that's probably one of the just, yeah. I even get, I hate my, because we're all here, all the contestants, and mm. I get upset when people come over and leave a mess. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because it's not, you know, it's not my house really, but, but I, feel. I feel like it's my house. I get very protective. Of yeah, me too. Well, you, 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 you were so house proud through the whole show, and uh, you were doing the backyards, and there was all that mud, you know, oh. seeing that mud walk back through your home. <laughs> ah. oh, it's, I'm not, I'm a uh, perfectionist as it is, and just seeing people walk through with muddy boots and just like, <gasps> 
no way. You can't do that. Just, Go on. You can admit it. You're a neat freak. You can you can admit it here. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> put, it, put it this way. I'll tell you some inside gossip, right? So once at the back were all the um, sheds for the crew and that, and then the, towards the end, the sheds were taken away. Mm. So everyone had to kind of move into each house. And I remember Julian Crest, the producer of the show, he, he comes to me and he goes, oh, George. Because he knows I'm quite OCD, you know. Yeah. Well. He goes, George, do you want know the uh, runners use your kitchen? And I'm like, like, yeah, man. You know. I want to use mine. What we got, for it? We've got they just for like a little toaster. Yeah, right. So I, I went out for the day or whatever, was doing nothing, and I've come back and they had everything. 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 Oh, oh, my God. What? <laughs> 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 and then um, I, remember, I remember going off, right, and then um, the Jules has spoken to the runners and, you know, had to be done, and they, they spoke to Mr. George. Look, we're really sorry, mate. We'll, we'll give you a toasty in the morning. Yeah. And I promise you won't hit <laughs> so Our payment is toasty. Small payment. You know, like, uh, they were making toasties in the morning. It was really cute. They used to leave it on our bench, and it'd be like, to Sarah, to George. And it was yeah. our breakfast pack for us. It was the cutest yeah, thing ever. Nice. And I was like, guys, I'm sorry. You know what I'm like. When you're working closely with so many people, like the producers and the showrunners, the cameramen, all of your crew that you paid all your trades, it's an intense experience. It's, it's a fun experience, but this year it must have been a bit weird being a COVID experience too. Yeah, this year was particularly different and we're still in the midst of it now. Our experience with auction is very different again as well. You know, it was odd because we went from the start of the season um, and hugging and, you know, high-fiving and all sorts of those everyday things that we're all so used to. And then all of a sudden, like, we, we, well, we aren't exposed to the real world. So you don't have access to phones, nothing like that. So we didn't quite know how bad it had gotten. And someone approached us and was like, you actually can't hug people on the street now. You know that? And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean I can't hug someone? That's not, I'm a hugger. I'm a, you know. Anyway, they said it's kind of it's kind of against the wall right now. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we slowly got in like those um, introductions from um, Scotty saying, you know, this is what's happening in the world. And it's just nuts, you know, never in a million years. And I think this is the, the, the greatest example. I, I didn't think that I would ever not attend a grandparent's funeral because of a pandemic, you know. And that for me is something that's the biggest example of, our experience with the block because you know a week before that Daniel and Jade were able to travel home and had no issues and in a midst of a week everything had gone from here you know from the top down and it just crashed so it was a very different experience but I do have to admit that it kind of was one of those things that we all just copped it on the chin um, and it's a testimony not only to us the crew the cameraman everyone and all the other contestants that we all just did our very best and it is amazing to see how you know, everyone banded together in that time too because it was a really rough time in the world and um, it was nice to see us all work together and to just be able to get it done and we did it literally in a nick of time because when we finished, we got sent home and um, Melbourne was in stage four lockdown. Yeah, so got even more serious was, down there. Uh, yeah, it was really perfect timing in the midst of all of it. It's just crazy because even now, you know, we were in a, in a scenario where we didn't know if we'd be able to come back or would we have auctions that were virtual, you know. So mm. it's a very, very different experience, but we're doing the very best we can and just enjoying it for what it is. Now let's talk about your beautiful house because this, the block this year was a little bit different because there were five decades and you chose the beautiful 1940s bungalow. So you had to restore some period features in many parts of the home. How much yeah. did that throw you? at the start of the competition compared to what maybe you were expecting you were going to be walking into? We had initially walked through the 1910s house and we, you know, walked into this beautiful home. 
I when I think of heritage details, I think of wainscoting and roof strapping and all that beautiful stuff. And that's what I wanted to do. And I wanted to do that in the 1910s house. But then we didn't go so well in our challenge. Um, and then we were choosing between the 1920s or the 1940s house. Um, and we just loved this home for what it was. So it did actually throw me quite a bit at the start to know what consisted of the 1940s and what it was in particular. But once we started to get a hang of it, it was a lot easier. And although the you know the feedback wasn't always the best to hear, but it kind of does, it is constructive feedback and it does set you on the right path. One thing I think we love most in our home is that restored ceiling rose that we took from the original home and put it back up into yeah. the master because you can't you can't buy that. I feel I think that's just such a, a narrative to the whole whole home, and I'm so so happy that we put that in. It looks amazing, and you, you did such a good job to to take it out from the ceiling and not break it. How did you do that, George? It was very very hard. It was a uh, it was myself. Uh, and all the jip rockers, so we kind of all had to just cut it out, and it was one of those things that was either going to come down and break, and mm. oh well, or you know, I, I, I can't take credit for one of. I'll be honest, my jip rocker Wilson, he he saved it's it. Gun, yeah. He's so good. We got it down great. The hardest bit was was keeping it safe for yeah. almost maybe two three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah, and yeah, I remember right. we had to because it was in the master on the floor. You had her own and, button, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then um, I remember speaking to my builder, and he said, guys. We've got to get rid of this thing because we need to strip it, right? So I'm like, where are we going to put it? Mm. By then, there was nowhere to put it, right? <laughs> yeah. So I remember lifting it and then taking it. By then, the beach boxes were at the front of the house. So I think it took eight of us. It was that heavy because that old stuff is like horse hair. Yeah, it's, horse it's hair like really stringy and stringy. I'm like, yeah, not like, like hair in it. Like, yeah. Right? Mm. So heavy, man. And um, I think we were trying to get it out there. but And um, if you lifted it in one section and there wasn't enough it would just crumble oh I was oh, I didn't you play a joke on Sarah telling her that it had cracked or something and then it was in the it was in the beach hut mate Sarah was so gullible I, 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 play, I don't know if you saw that chair incident as well that I did with her and, um, I do stuff like that all the time and Lauren goes, are you being serious or is, are you joking? Dead pa- Mr. Deadpan over here. <laughs> you guys, you, you, you've done a great job um, obviously with this, this property. You've built this luxury home from scratch to a really high standard. Um, and I know that you've done a couple of renovations uh, in the past, but, you know, you're, you're a teacher, Sarah, George, you know, you're a sparky, right? Correct. Yep. So, but this must have been like building boot camp on steroids, was it? Like, what did you oh, what did you oh, learn yeah. from the whole experience? How it's I know it's so different from a normal build, but what did you learn going through this process? No, it's funny because um, you hit the nail on the head with that one. We watch the show and we laugh and go, "This is easy." Yeah. What are they crying about? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's that's how we apply. Um, thinking we can do it because we had had the experience, right? But our experience was very different, yeah. Right? And again, thought we could do it. Um, our experience was we did renos, but it was we never changed walls, we, ne- we were never from scratch, to be honest. It was you know, we ripped out old walls, put some jukebox on, painted, I did mm. the electrical, you know, concrete here and there, but um, nothing to this extent. So when we came here, it was just like. Mm. You know, people talking about LVLs, you know, in the roof and what's an LVL. Mm-hmm. To be honest, you know, I'm not a chippy. And, and there's a lot of that side you don't know. Yeah. And, but I'm forever thankful, and especially to my builder, because uh, I saw a lot and he taught me a lot as mm. well, apart from the stuff we know. Um, and it was just amazing. I, I can literally walk around 
Mm. Um, walk off the block and say, you know, it was a great learning experience yeah. as well. You, you, I, I can speak for George here, how I saw him grow from start to finish and he just knew it by the end. It just comes naturally and I guess that happened with me with the styling part of it too. Yeah. And the, th- the thing that I found most difficult probably being on the block is, you know, I, everyone's different. See, I came on the show probably a bit more, what's the word, like um, in my show because I was really embarrassed. For some reason, I was at the beginning, like, I don't want to make a mistake and, mm. and everyone's going to laugh at me, mm. you know, but that's what this show's about, you know, and I learned that by, you know, maybe week four of that, that, like, you've got to get in there, you've got to get dirty, you've got to make the mistakes because that's how you learn. Okay. Um, so it was funny how, how I remember, I remember just at the end, like, saying, um, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, mm. you know, I'll do it. And then, um, yeah, because you just, I don't know, you, you just think you're on television and everyone's going to laugh at you. Yeah. But um, no, Australia really gets behind um, everyone who has a go and, and you know, and try I was just going to say that. Yeah, I think as we get to, as a viewer, as you get to know the contestants and you see people willing to get in there and just have a crack, um, that makes for much better viewing and you end up just, you know, you root for those guys rather than the ones yeah, that, you know, a bit yeah. more hands off. Yeah, yeah, and we found and ourselves and cheering, cheering for you guys throughout because you were having a go and you're you're enjoying it and making the most of it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember like an example of that too was, um, you know, I remember Foreman Dan would always say, hey, why are you guys spraying? Why are you using a spray gun? You know, but I'm old school. I love to paint my walls, you know. Mm. Cause, cause, and that's one thing when we left. Um, I don't know if we saw it on camera, but Keith really um, said we had one of the best you know, hardly any defects in the painting was amazing. He did. He know. said that in one of the last episodes. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. But um, and I was really that meant a lot because I didn't spray the house at all. I only sprayed the outside, and that was the first time. I, and I remember them saying that I oh, use it. I'm like, oh no, man, I don't want to. You know, I get it all over the carpet. Like and it's yeah. cheating or something. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, it's just so weird looking back at, at how you think of things and mm. like ah, oh, yeah. So you delivered some really awesome spaces, especially your your um, kitchen, living and dining area. And I love that beautiful steel door that you put between the old and the new parts of the house just to try and, you know, make that distinction. Which mm. room would you pick up and take back home to Sydney if you could? I would do a direct copy and paste of the kitchen, literally. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I love that space so, yeah. so it, much. It's funny you say that because it just looks amazing. That concrete low line with the white brick um, yeah. and then that, that dolomite stone. It's you just, can't pass it. Oh, yeah. and, and I would take that door with me too. Oh, yeah. And yeah. The <laughs> the pool, take it all. And the pool, I'll take the whole. We'll just copy and paste it and bring it back home. But, um, it's funny you say that because when we finished after living in the house and then we went back to our old home, where you're like, are we seriously living? They're like, like, ew, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't have, we don't have sweater. We don't have, we don't, it's like this corner. It's yuck. <laughs> Give some inspiration though for maybe doing some work in your own place. Um, yeah. After the block, you probably need a bit of a rest though first right from renovating. I, I kind of miss it. I'm not going to lie. I do I do want to get back into the quickly as possible. Um, I feel like we're just waiting for auction to just see what happens and see what happens. 2021 All-Stars. Oh, I'd love to. I would go back to the <laughs> I mean, if you asked me in June, I would say no, but you asked me to ask from sleep, I'd say yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I'd love to do stuff around our house. It's just knowing where we're at. Yeah. And George, you and Scotty Cam were um, very open in telling each other that, saying, I love you. Uh, what is the boss man like in person? Uh, he was, uh, that's a good question. Um, we did we did create this bromance, um, but it was funny because 
at first, he kept, he, he kept making fun of me, right? He'd always, out of all the boys, he'd always make fun of me. And and I remember one, in particular, there was one, when we had to pick our agents, there was a challenge and he had a little setup of sounds. And um, he goes, George, George, come out, come out. And George bends over and there was a fart sound. So he goes, <laughs> 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 and he was like, why me? Why me? Amazing soul, yeah. On the world. So I said, look, Shelly Scotty hates me. He said, she, she goes, George, he only picks on the ones he likes. Yeah. And then I said, okay, okay, I get it. And then I, I stopped, you know, and then the banter just grew and we just became. This is full blown romance. It was romance, just me standing yeah. there like, hey, buddy. You know, he, he's such a good guy. He, he, um, he, knows, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Um, and, he's, and put the building side away, put the television part in. The guy is a genius. Like, mm. if you see him, how he prepares to speak, and um, oh, yeah, because uh, you know, with the interviews and stuff, and sometimes I get nervous and I mumble, and and he makes you feel really comfy really and in, in what you're doing. I, I really couldn't picture the block, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I agree. I, well, they, you know, mate, they don't give out gold logies for nothing, do they? You're, you so, right. you're so right, and you don't see it, you know, and plus, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes with the voiceovers and stuff. and Maybe it's a full-time gig, so he, he's really yeah. a good bloke. Yeah. Very intimidating at first, but once you get to know him, he's a great bloke. Yeah, it's like one of those things, well, you're like, am I in, in, in the flesh with this person I've been watching for years? He is, exactly mm. right. And that was the same as Shelly. I remember when we first met her, I was like, oh, my God. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, crushes on Shelly this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was, actually. She really is lovely in person. She's so yeah. amazing. But, mate, it's good that you were able to get on with Scotty. Um, how come you weren't able to help Harry get on with Keith, the foreman? Oh, oh, Harry. Oh, yeah, Harry. Harry's a one. He's a very good friend of mine. Harry, you get to know Harry's a very stubborn man. He's the cutest human being ever. And, and, you know, oh, look, I don't know what, I don't know what those two had, um, they had uh, with each other, but, look, I know Harry personally. Uh, he's fantastic. And I know Keith as well. Yeah. And he's the blockinator, but he's actually lovely too. Yeah. So, but it happens on the job site, you know. Yeah. Some people get lost, some people don't. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, it is a television show. And um, we walked away and I think everyone shook hands and, yeah. and it is what it is, you know. You said there's a lot of love for Shelley um, on, on the crew and on the site. Let's talk a little bit about the challenges because every week that, you know, us viewers are watching it, we see you guys right in the middle of the build, you're hammering away and then you're like, oh, yeah. oh challenge day. But then there's also a bunch of money and prizes on the line as well. Just take us into that as a contestant. What's it actually like? Are you are you dreading going to do the challenge or are you like, yeah. we've, got, we've got to win money, we've got to win money, let's go, go, go? It's funny you say that question to me, right, because I uh, Shelley was at our house yesterday and she goes, you know what upsets me is when I see your reactions about challenges. Poor Shelly. Because when when we get told, um, mate, if you guys saw the actual car footage, just just the F word. And it's never at the start of the week when there's nothing to do. It's always Thursday, Friday. When it's, so when it's like the mix yeah. of it all, and you're like, no, yeah. it could be The pressure's on. Yeah. And, yeah, but in saying that, COVID was a bit different this year because we always were at uh, uh, Shelley's HQ. But I quite enjoyed the challenges at the end. Like I did hate them at first, but towards the end, they really do get you off the block mm. because we're here twenty four seven, and it starts to become 
like for mental health, like a day you, out. you really need to get off the side because it just becomes too much otherwise. And as much as you hate it, once you get into it, you're, you're like, holy shit, and it's it's tough, been, yeah. it's been eight hours already. Yeah, what? Stuff this year, like they had some really, we had challenges that had to be canned straight away as soon as we stand out about COVID. But I found out later we were supposed to go to a spa day. Then the boys told me as well they even had a challenge about us going uh, fishing. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been able to, I get seasick, so I wouldn't have been able to go on a boat. So <laughs> it kind of worked out because I would have just said, look, I'm not doing it. But, <laughs> they, yeah, but their challenges that they reshaped because of COVID was like things like pottery and all that stuff that you never do before. And I guess it just opens your eyes to what's out there. I like pottery. George hated it. Yeah, but put it this way as well, guys. Put it, put it in we used to spend almost 10 to 12 hours there mm. and we oh, wow. don't think we won any challenges. No, we so won one because of Mel. Because of Mel, but we really didn't win it, right? Yeah, they're, 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 they're not just short sections of the day. You leave from like 7 o'clock to, and you're not back till 7 at night. Yeah, so it's so, just a lot. Wow. And that's why you get that yeah, reaction from us. That's because right. It's, it's a full day. And I know particularly when we were painting out the front of the home and we were doing the exterior, it was in the midst of winter as well. So we had come home from a challenge and we needed to paint because at that point we didn't know we weren't doing the slides. We knew like you have to get out there. It was freezing. We had all day to paint, but we couldn't have because of um, what, what the day was. And we were just like, paint's just running off our house. There's no point. Like there's actually no point. So we were just angry when we came home because we're like, now we have to step to four o'clock and get it done. But it's just okay. the nature of the beach. This is what you sign up for, yeah. you know. So. And, it just, and it just hurt more when you spend all day and you didn't win. Mm. So you go home and you're like, man, I lost 12 hours day. of a day and I have nothing to show for yeah. it. And these are all the real challenges, aren't they, of renovating? These are the challenges of renovating, but you don't normally have to do them with the time pressures that you're doing um, in the block. That's exactly right. Sorry, you go. No, you go. (laughs) Um, No, you hang up first. Um, (laughs) We were always like, um, you know, everyone, we always get asked the question, do you really do it in a week? And the answer is yes. You get told on a Sunday night, um, you know, this is what you're doing, and the next week you start it, and you stop at 9 a.m. So on a Sunday, so there is there is no ferries that come in and do it for you. There is no um, at a time. It's literally a week, and when you look at what you, you achieve in a week, it's unheard of. Yeah, that, that's the hardest thing about uh, being a contestant. I reckon is reading. You know, sometimes you read the the bad negative on on like say Instagram and that, and they're like. Someone does it for them or what do these guys do? What do these guys actually Mate, do? You guys don't see anything of what we do, yeah. you know what I mean? Because mm. it's a lot of it's done at night when everyone goes because we can't just start doing what we've got to do when there's 50,000 people in a room. So you yeah. kind of got to work that time out. Um, yep, we've got someone at the door. Ding dong. Okay. <laughs> and, and that's the difference as well, isn't it? Because you're throwing man and people power at it. You've got so many trades on site at once and they're all smashing through that work. And then end of the day, yeah. I assume you guys are tidying and painting and cleaning and styling and doing all those other things. That's exactly yeah, right, exactly. yeah. We, um, you, there isn't much you can do throughout the day besides help your trades as best as you can, clean up the site. But as soon as everyone goes home, it's hammer and tongs, get the room prepared, sand it paint it, get everything behind it. And then just the brain power of putting rooms together as well as styling that comes with it, it's massive. Absolutely. And what I loved about your journey was that you, you know, there were a few weeks in the middle there where you got a bit low because things were really difficult, but then you ended really high. You came in strong at the end and, and I, well, the way it came across was that you really then enjoyed the way the block ended because you were doing well, you were producing beautiful spaces. That must have yeah. been a good feeling to end on a high. 
Most definitely. I feel like, yes, I think once people start to continually hammer you for what you're doing, yeah. anyone would feel the way we felt. Um, yeah. And we just felt like we weren't people who belonged in this place. Um, you know, we never had a win. Everyone had a win, whether it was at a challenge or um, whether it was spinning the Kinsman wheel. I got a cutlery set. Like we literally had no wins up our belt. So, you know, like when it came to a point of week eight and the budgets were divvied up every single week, mm. it was tight. And, you know, we were just like, I just don't think we are meant to win. It's just the way it is. But once we got but what one changed, Sarah? Belt, what do you think changed? Because you you definitely grew in confidence, and you, you know you you got better as you went along. So, what do you think? What was it that changed? Was it just a bit of luck, or was it one room oh, where you guys nailed it, and then that was the the thing that pushed you along? No, I think I think for us it was more we weren't winning, mm. but people were still coming in, going, "Wow, man, you guys, this is amazing!" And it was never like, "Oh, wow, that's terrible." You guys, yeah, it was yeah. always positive off camera it was more um, like our scores were consistently high we just hadn't mm. got that extra thing to tip, tip us over but, yeah, but and that still gave us enough confidence and then i guess i think once we came out to the new section too i felt a bit more com- comfortable to be really honest um like i said if i had been able to choose the heritage features and not been judged on the specific, like specificity of it being 1940s then it would have been a different story i feel like i felt i had a master up my sleeve that would have been completely mm. different if it wasn't in the old section of the home but you just have to rethink it all so once we came into the new section and our first sort of upstairs area was um in the modern section and we got really good feedback we lost by a, a point and it was really tight then it came to finishing it off and i saw um bed at 40 weeks that was like a little kid's bed and that was kind of where i was like i'm just gonna have fun like that if i can't win let's just have fun with it you know and yeah. i think once that changed as well i was i was in the mix of it and I started to enjoy it and it just happened. I'm interested to know what you think of the other houses, the other homes. If you obviously yours is your favourite and it has to be, mm-hmm. but if if not, which which is the other, you know, house that would be your favourite? Oh they're all unique. Yeah. No, you know, I've said this a million times. You know what it is. Every single home has something I love about it. And yeah. Every, those things that I love, I think, would be the deal breaker for someone that comes in and buys it. So everyone has something to offer. And I think, you know, I, I saw people do stuff that I was like, I wonder thought to do that. That's unreal, you know. Mm. And just things like that where you go, you know what, it's anyone's game. It really is. And everyone's home is beautiful. We've gone through all of them now and they're all done and finished and it's just, they're amazing. Yeah, they are. And look, that brings us to Sunday because the auction order has been decided uh, and we're getting ready for the auction. So, how are you feeling about it all? Um, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Actually. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty relaxed now. Uh, the other relaxed. Nervous, I'd be yeah, so nervous. Yeah, I was. I was at first. I was even jogging around Brighton, but um, there's nothing we can do. It's out of no. our hands. I mean, we've built this amazing home, and yeah. now it's up to the buyers and the agents to do their job and yeah. and, and and people to buy the home. So, there's nothing I can do. I can't. I can't force anyone to buy it. So. I can't do anything, so mm. just sit back and let's, let's enjoy it, the process. It is, it is a nerve-wracking thing, don't get me wrong. We're not sitting here going, man, like we're all good. Like we are nervous, um, yeah. we are excited, we are anxious. We're all sorts of things at the moment. Um, but again, like George said, we just continually remind ourselves that we've done the best that we can. It's the only thing we could do. Yeah. And we literally just have to enjoy it because yeah. I think it will become, yeah. it'll come and go and you'll sit back in a year's time and go, I wish I never stressed as much or, you know, just, 
enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Well, last question. Any plans for what you might do with whatever winnings you take away on the night? Yeah, so look, it's a bit boring, but Sarah and I said this this is all about like um, just trying to get ahead and pay our house off, to be honest. If, yeah. If we're fortunate enough to be given anything, um, it'll it'll go in our house, I yeah. think, personally. We, um, we did this yeah. before we had kids so that we could set our family up, um, and that's, I guess, what kept us going throughout the whole thing too, that, you know, we both grew up with parents that were barely there and, we want to have kids that enjoy their family and able to go out. This poor guy works six days a week. He's up early and I don't want my children to not have a dad around. I guess at the end of the day, we're just normal people and we just want to, you know, have a life with our kids that we can enjoy with each other. Yeah, and I think also, though, what you're taking from it is, you know, what you've learned in, in, in the experience and in the show, you know, that what you delivered looks incredible. And, you know, if you can take that to your next home or, or to your mm. next project, whenever it is down the track, maybe Block All Stars 2021 or maybe it's your own home. I think that, yeah. that's really exciting too. So, you know, we, we wish you all the best in the auction and, you know, we hope you get the result. That you're, you're our favourites. You're our favourites. You've done a bloody great job and, and we love watching it. We thank really appreciate that appreciate so much. It. Thank you so much. Good luck. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. See you guys. So the block finale is Sunday night at 7 o'clock, as they say on Channel 9. Uh, or if you want to catch up, you can check it out afterwards along with the whole 2020 series on 9 now. Our thanks again to Sarah and George, who are a really good chance of winning the whole thing, I reckon. I think they're definitely in with a very good chance. Now, Lauren, uh, we've watched the whole series, and from your perspective as an interior stylist, I want to know a couple of things. Firstly... What is the coolest or the best design feature that you've seen in these houses on the block this year? And I want to press you on who you think is going to win. Which one do you want to start with first? Okay, I'll start with the features. It comes down to two features that I really loved this year. So the first one was in Luke and Jasmine's house in their bathroom where they did that curved wall. Yes. Which is a really tough ask for a tiler and a builder in seven days because just constructing that curve is one thing and then having to tile it is another. I think that was something we hadn't seen before on the block, so I really loved it. My second feature that I really loved was actually in George and Sarah's house and it was that glass and steel curved door, again with the curves, that um, separated the old part of the house from the new. I just thought it was a really beautiful feature and it was a nice way to separate those two sections. Yeah, it added some formality, but it looked spot on. It nailed it for that house. Yeah, really Um, beautiful. Yeah, did a great job with that. So that's really nice. So two cool features to have a look back at. But what about who's going to win? Who's going to take out that big prize? I mean, they're all going to be winners at the end of the day if they take home a profit from the sale of their properties, which they're all pretty likely to do. And we've got our fingers crossed for them all. But who do you reckon is going to take out the big prize? It's a really tough question because I don't have great form historically with picking the winners of the block. And quite often it is it is a surprise. It's not the people that maybe had the best rooms all the way along. So I wouldn't be surprised if Harry and Tash won just because it is a beautiful home with some beautiful features. It's a bit smaller, so maybe the reserve might be a fraction smaller. So there's lots of factors that go into it. I am rooting for Sarah and George, though. I think they have a very saleable house that's really consistent in its style throughout all the rooms. Yeah, look, I agree with you. I do think Harry and Tash ended up 
accidentally with a fantastic property in the way it's positioned. It, they're in Melbourne, so it's a bit cooler and it's north-facing. Lots of natural light pours into mm. that side of the property and they've got that amazing oak tree that kind of frames the whole thing. That's so right. they also really nailed nicely that kitchen, living, dining. It looks very Melbourne and I think for that buyer group, they're really going to love that as a feature. And some of the other stuff, if, they, if buyers don't like it, they can always change over time. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what people are really drawn to and, and how it all goes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the property market's been hit so hard by the pandemic and by the lockdowns that they've had there. It'll be interesting to see what houses actually go for when they sell. And I think this year it's a bit different because in previous years or recently, it's been in an apartment. So the, the structure of each house has been pretty much the same. But this time around, they're five completely different homes in terms of the architecture, you know, all those hard surfaces, it's going to be, it's very different. Yeah. And they're luxury properties. So it's not going to give us a great sense of how the property market is going in Melbourne and in Victoria more widely, but hopefully it gives people that little kick along and that feeling of positivity that they see these houses sell in the Victorian market and they think, well, yeah, we can have a crack at it too. Let's get our property on the market before Christmas or maybe in the new year. Just, I think Victorians need that positivity and and the feeling of confidence to go out and either buy or sell properties. Well, I'm very much looking forward to our viewing party on Sunday night. Might have to prepare a special block menu. So um, I'll I'll let you know what that is in due course, Scotty. I'm I'm loving the sound of that. (laughs) And of course, the block will be back next year. And they've already announced that the show will be filmed in a cul-de-sac in Melbourne. And they're taking applications, Lauren, uh, for next year's show. So if anybody's interested in being part of the biggest renovation show on the planet in 2021, uh, we'll post the link in the show notes in your podcast app or on our website at laurenkeenan.com.au. So people have often suggested over the years that you and I apply to go on the block. <laughs> what I'm are not, you doing? I'm not sure our relationship would would stand that test. It's pretty full on. I don't know if my body would hold up to it. I mean, it's so physical. The pressure's immense. The people on the show do an amazing job. So I'm happy, very happy to sit behind the podcast microphone uh, or in front of the telly and, and to watch them do it. And I honestly think these days, maybe when it first started, you could get away with it. But these days you need to have one of you needs to be a tradesperson because you are, you're interior stylist. I know and that's great but if, if you're not don't have the knowledge to get on the tools on the build I think it makes it really hard for those people look how Harry and Tash have, have really struggled in some respects this year. Other houses that have had those trades have, have done have done a little better and have been able to manage the project mm. more, more easily and more readily so that's something to think about if you are planning uh, to apply to be on the show next year. Look, thanks for all the feedback on the last episode that we had encouraging you to shop small and travel local in support of Aussie brands and small businesses. It's something that we're really passionate about. Yeah, it's so important after the year that we've all had and we're really feeling the love and it's great to know that the message connected with you too. And we've also started getting some questions coming through for our special mailbag episodes coming up over the summer break. Yeah, we'll be taking a bit of a break from our regular episodes, but we are going to take the time to answer some of your questions on interior styling and design. Anything really from advice on the best colours to use in your home, design trends or practical advice on maybe an issue that you've got at home that you're having on something like layout or um, how to put a room together and to make the most of your spaces. I know Lauren is really keen to tackle some of those questions over that summer holiday period. So get your questions in now. Just head to the contact page at laurenkeenan.com.au. Yeah, hit me up with those questions. Nothing's too hard. We can tackle anything. (laughs) And while you're there, you can sign up for Lauren's lovely list as well. So the lovely list is a curated list of recommendations from me and some other things that inspire me and my work as an interior stylist. 
us and I send it to you every month. Yeah, the November issue has just gone out and there'll be one again in December. So make sure to sign up on the website. Now, if you are new to the show, we drop episodes at 8 a.m. on Saturday mornings every week or two to get you inspired around the home on the weekend. Make sure to tell your family and friends and spread the word. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts and you want to support us, you can rate the show and leave a review there to help more people find us. Wherever you listen, just make sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app. We really love creating this show for you. And as many of you know, my main gig is as an interior stylist and I work with people all over Australia to create homes that they love. My design style is a mix of contemporary Aussie aesthetics and breezy California cool. But I want to know what you like and tailor a cohesive design that suits you and your family. And I guarantee I will save you time and money by helping you make smart decisions on design and budget. So let's get started with a consultation at your home or online. Hit me up on the contact page at laurenkeenan.com.au. Very nice. Well, that is it for the show today. It's been great talking about the block. I'm really excited for the show and for the auctions. So let's bring that on. Are we calling tools down on this episode? (laughs) Tools down. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Enjoy the final episode of The Block. Thanks again to Sarah and George. And we'll catch you on the next episode of At Home with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. 